0: Welcome to Real FM Rewind. Here's some highlights from the week. As many people know, Pastor Tim Keller uh, was recently diagnosed, I think it's been a couple years now, with pancreatic cancer. Pretty serious diagnosis. And he's been fighting it, undergoing treatments. Um, He's been doing well. Recently had to undergo some additional treatments. And his wife sent out um, a message over social media just asking people to pray for him. um, Because it's it's hard on you, you know, on your body and on on your soul, I think. I was just reading this quote from an interview with him in 2021, which was about a year after his diagnosis. I thought, man, that's profound. Talking about his optimistic perspective when it comes to facing his own mortality. He said, when some people say, well, when you die, it's just over. There's nothing to be afraid of. My response is, well, what you're saying is that death means the end of love. And you're telling me there's nothing to dread there? He's like, no, I can't. I can't accept that. He says if i know that there's love on the other side of death then i can face it if i know there's infinitely greater love then i can really face it
1: season changes can be rather difficult and we're in a season of change right now here at the real fm studio isaac has got a season change you know going forward on his new adventures And it's bittersweet, it's challenging, but it's also exciting because there's something new happening. Something is different. Different can be scary, but I also think it can be fun. Maybe you're going through some seasonal changes in your life. You know, people are graduating, people are getting married, having kids, new jobs. There's just a lot of life happening all around us. It can feel like a lot. I definitely feel like there's a lot happening right now in my own life, but I'm also smiling because I'm excited for all of what God has in store.
2: I gotta tell you, I just love these literal cake decorations. Uh-huh. Like, you remember the guy I told you about a couple weeks ago who drew a picture of how he <laughs> wanted his cake to look? Yes. And then he gave it to the bakery, and they basically just took that picture and, and put it on, on top the cake. of a cake. <laughs>
0: Like, that
2: wasn't quite what I had in mind. Yeah. But I see I see where you went with that. Oh my gosh. Well today, Kara, it's a woman who is ordering a birthday cake for a friend. Oh boy. And uh, of course she's on the phone with the bakery. They say, All right, what do you want it to say? Uh-huh. And she says, uh, just happy birthday is perfect, thank you. Oh boy. And I guess what got written on the cake?
0: <laughs> just happy just birthday. Just happy is birthday perfect, is
2: perfect. Thank you. Kava, thank you. <laughs>
0: It's amazing. It's so be- it's I a know. very
2: beautiful cake too. It's got oh, like fruit man. on it and whoever did this has beautiful handwriting. I mean yeah. it's beautiful red frosting, uh. script font. Just happy birthday is perfect. Thank you. <laughs> <sighs> oh boy.
1: Traveling as a kid is vastly different than traveling as an adult. For example, when you're a kid you don't have to think about driving or gas money or expenses on food or whatever. That was never a thought in my head on road trips. I would just look outside the window. Oh, look at the cows. Or here, I'm gonna draw on this book. Or ask mom and dad, are we there? yeah, for 20 minutes or whatever. It's so carefree as a kid to go traveling and go see family and vacations. But as an adult, I've realized there's a lot more stress involved. There's a lot more factors. And I think a trip to see family is not the same as an actual vacation. I feel like just staying home these days, a staycation feels more like a vacation at this point for me.
0: It's never a good thing when you're driving down the road and just kind of doing your thing and you see those blue flashy lights in your rearview mirror. yeah. Whoops-a-daisy. That sinking feeling in (sighs) your stomach. Yep. This happened to a guy in Springfield, Colorado recently who was pulled over for speeding. And as the officer walked towards the car, he saw that there was a dog in the front passenger seat. Uh Uh-huh. The clever driver had a great idea at the last minute, which unfortunately executed in plain view of the approaching officer. I'm just going to switch seats with my dog. (laughs) Wait. (laughs) I'm going to put the dog in the driver's seat, and that Uh will explain my erratic driving. (laughs) I mean... Uh, yeah. I guess
2: it would explain the erratic driving. Yeah. I would have a whole different set of questions <laughs> though. About I know. Why you allowed your dog to drive you. It
0: feels like the modern day equivalent of my dog ate my homework. Right. It's just like
2: so, <laughs> so, so much worse. You're not super well thought out. Yeah.
1: There are some things in life that are not pleasant. Things that we don't really want, don't really want to go through, don't want to experience, but we know it's good for us. You know, taking your medicine, eating your vegetables, going to bed on time. We don't really like doing those things, but we also know it's good for us, right? Well, what about rain? Is rain... Good for us. Both, you know, the literal rain that's coming down from the sky, but what about rainy seasons in our lives? It's been super gloomy and rainy the past several days, and I didn't want it to get me down and spoil my mood, so I thought, you know, what does God say about rain? And it turns out, God provides rain. God provides rain to the people who are experiencing drought and famine. You know, if you think about it, when you're depending on raising your own crops to feed you and your family, rain is pretty important and wanted and necessary. But me and my life right now, rain is super inconvenient. It's gross. It makes the clouds all sad and I don't really like it. But it's important, it's necessary for survival, for thriving, for living life. I wondered if there was some deep symbolism in that. The idea that we have to go through storms in our life in order to thrive, in order for us to grow like crops who need rain. You know, the Bible uses a lot of metaphors that describe us as plants who are bearing fruit that are growing and need rich soil, all kinds of metaphors. And it just got me thinking, you know, maybe we need to walk through those storms, those rainy days, so that we can lean on God and be stronger because of it. I don't know, just something I've been thinking about in these rainy days.
0: happens a lot these days, we got a big box delivered to our doorstep <laughs> earlier in the weekend, yeah. and uh, it was right before we were about to leave on a little camping trip, and so we unboxed the box, and it was bigger, and so I was like, well, I'll leave this out, maybe Reverb will want to play with it, uh-huh. whatever, Reverb is my cat, by the way, uh, and so he kind of investigated it a little bit, was, I don't know, I was like, well, he doesn't seem as interested as I thought, but I'll leave it there mm-hmm. for him over the weekend, just in case, you know, he gets bored. So we came back from our trip, and Reverb had, like, bonded with the box.
2: (laughs) Oh, goodness.
0: So, like, every time I turned around, I'd be, like, doing something else, and he'd just be sitting in the box watching me. Or, like, he'd be crouching in the box, or he'd run (laughs) from the other living room and, like, hop in the box and, like, hide and and crouch down, and I was like, okay, wow, a lot has happened over the weekend. Developed,
2: like, an emotional connection of some sort. So
0: now I'm afraid to take it away. Yeah. might have, like, withdrawals.
1: You're now stuck with this box (laughs) Forever. Forever. When you are preparing to get married, you know, you sometimes go through counseling or maybe you read a book to help prepare you or you go through some sort of pre-marriage training, right? To prepare you for marriage because it is going to be very difficult. They tell you repeatedly, marriage is very difficult and you have to work hard. And you do. But there is one thing that they did not prepare me for when it comes to marriage. And that is the big difference between men and women when it comes to temperature. Maybe you agree with me, maybe you you disagree. I don't know if this is all women, but me and some of my friends, us women, we are cold. Cold almost all the time, constantly cold. Versus men, like my husband, and they seem to be always warm, just exuding warmth. They're just always hot. You see, this is a pretty big difference and can lead to some internal conflict when it comes to how we run the AC in our home. My husband wants it to be cold. I don't want it to be cold. I don't want to be freezing in the summertime. And it reached a boiling point, pun intended, when my husband found out that the thermos was set to such a boiling temperature of 75 degrees. He had been dying. And so, of course, he changed it. And I'm just going to end up wearing a lot of sweaters this summer, I guess. But I was not prepared for this. (laughs) When it comes to living with another person, temperature is a big deal.
2: I love this. As a parent, you always want to try to relate to your kids. But sometimes it can be kind of difficult. Yeah. Because there are differences between... (laughs) Kids and parents. Yes. That's why I love this story about a 63-year-old mom who was wanting to enjoy a concert with her two daughters. Yeah. Okay. They really wanted to go see Taylor
0: Swift in
2: concert, Uh and she's like, all right, I'm going to go with you guys, but if I'm going to go... I'm going to enjoy this thing, uh-huh. right? I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it right. Yeah. And I want to make sure I understand, like, all the lyrics to the songs oh. so that I can sing along, that kind of thing. Yeah. She was like, so I, I need to bring the lyrics with me no so way. I can sing along with all the music, right? Uh-huh. And so her kids were like, okay, you, you know, put it all on your phone or what? Right. She's like, well, you know, I, I kind of need reading glasses and it's probably not going to be great light. I'm probably not going to be able to read that very well. Oh, boy. So instead, she went to Staples <laughs> and had them print out an 81 page double sided document no full of every single lyric to every single Taylor Swift song what <laughs> she got <had> it bound <laughs> up Brought it to the concert. Oh my gosh! And attached a little reading light to it.
0: Oh my because, word! Because you know it's gonna be dark
2: at the concert, right? So there's these pictures and videos of her holding this 81-page document. Oh my god! Of song lyrics with her little light. That just enjoying the concert. She's got all of her uh, words there to sing along to. Wow,
0: <laughs> that is next level Isn't it dedication.
1: I think hobbies are great but so many of us are so busy all the time that our hobbies die or we just don't have time for our hobbies and I think that can be really sad I was really sad to watch a lot of my hobbies die as I was in college and working at the same time it's just a lot and now I'm in a different season of life and I want to bring those hobbies back and one of them is gardening and if you are like me and you want a garden you think it'll be a great outdoor activity to get your mind off things but you're sad because it seems like the window for gardening is gone like I was under the impression that you have to start gardening in April because that's when everything needs to happen before it gets too hot so I was worried sitting here thinking I've missed the gardening window Well, you're in luck, fellow wannabe gardeners, because it is actually not too late to start gardening. So you may find me outside in a few days working on the dirt and the grass and trying to plant things and get that fresh air in me. So yeah, gardeners, we still got time. Thanks for listening to The Real FM Rewind. Make sure to check out all of our podcasts on the Real FM app or at real.fm. And don't forget... Be kind and rewind.